All right, guys, this is the Gentleman's Breakfast, episode three. We took one week off. Uh, we apologize. Uh, it was time for some quiet reflection. This podcast is uh, it's at a crossroads here. Tell them the real reason we took a week off. Uh, I was in New York tending to uh, you know my real-life job. Um, shockingly, this podcast makes no money. So, uh, got to go to the day job. Got to slap the keys, as, we, as we've discussed. Let's say, for instance, podcast made a little bit of money, not a lot of money. Would you have mm-hmm. taken priority of the podcast and said, not going to hijack your whole weekend here and tend to the podcast? I'm not going to lie. I say that I dislike what I do. But I'm also at like a level of self-hate that I would hate myself even more if I didn't do my job properly. So no, even if this podcast made a lot of money, I would say, no, you're a little bitch for not having done your job properly. Okay. But one of the things I wanted to get into here, if we're going to get meta and talk about the podcast itself, which is really boring for the listeners, let's get rid of the nicknames here. I'm a grown-ass man. No more Moose and Pump Fake. Are you ready for that? Ah, I've been waiting for this day for a while. Yes. All right, Seamus. So, you can't remember the story that you're supposed to tell today, so let's just jump right into some history. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I've been thinking about this week is, as a child, what action did you take that you felt the worst about? Like, when you were a little what did shit, I do? yeah. When you were a little shit, what do you still to this day feel bad about you doing? Oh, this is good. Um, so I mean, I epically remember punching my oldest brother in the nuts, like square <laughs> in the nuts, and I didn't really feel bad about that. What age? I must have been six. And which brother here? The oldest one. So he's seven years older. Yeah, you know, complete alpha bro. You're, so you're punching a 13-year-old, so it is a real set of nuts. Like, this is real pain to him. Yeah, so at six... Because you punch a six-year-old nuts, I mean, he just laughs laughs all the way. Well, I, yeah, I didn't really understand the concept of nuts and whether it hurt, right? Yeah, you're curious. Curious. It's more of an experiment for you. I, I hit him pretty hard in the nuts, and then he pinned me down. He beat the shit out of me for a while. Did and you he, fart in your face? He had already done that before. Yeah. But he also... You and your he, brother like to talk about that, which is why I asked. He also flapped me in the nuts. And then it made me understand, wow, this does not feel good. It makes me feel squeamish. No but that's what you feel the worst about, is hitting your brother in the nuts? No, it just made me think about it. The worst I felt bad about... There's a couple of things I did that were pretty fucked up. Yeah. We'll go to the first one. Let's talk about what haunts you. Haunts me? Like, you still think about, like, how was I such a little shit that I did that? Can I be 18 when I did it? Yeah, that's fine. Go on. Uh, there's, there's a couple stories. Uh, one, snowball fight, just kind of chilling there. There was some random girl who was... Wait, wait. So we cut to you being 18 and now we're talking about a snowball Let's fight? Do, we'll go to the snowball fight. Snowball fight, I was only about... It's probably like 8. No, it's probably like 10. The girl I hit with snowball was maybe like 7. She was just, you know, wasn't very attractive and I thought maybe I'm just going to throw a snowball at her. Because she wasn't attractive? Why are you putting that out there as a lead story? She just didn't have a very desirable face to look at, right? A very punchable face. 
Okay. So I can see why this is something to be ashamed about. Go on. I just saw her there. I'm like, what if I just lob the snowball and hit her? Drilled her right on the nose. What's the context of this, though? Was it a snowball war? No, it wasn't really. We were just, just a bunch of, of people in a park, and you decided to throw a snowball to we girl's were, face. We were snowboarding down a hill, building a jump, and this was my buddy's sister's friend. Okay. Mm. I'm like, oh, let me just launch one over there. And the first one I whisked, sure as shit, nailed her on the nose. Yeah. I can't help that I'm a great athlete. That just hit her right on the kisser, you know what I mean? That's just natural. That happens. What's not... Lots of tears, lots of blood. Look, you... Then we had to explain later. You might be a decent athlete. Your worst sports are ones that involve throwing and catching at great speed. At great speed, sure. But fair to say, this side of the couch is a better athlete. I digress. (laughs) At the time. Which, by the way, fair enough. I have no evidence. Hmm. To the contrary, so, so, so this I, is for a later cast going. I hit her. I felt kind of guilty about that because then her nose was like bleeding profusely for a while. You hit her with the snowball hard a, enough. Mm, there might have been a lot of ice in it. It's a pretty cold day. Intentional ice or accidental ice? Hit her in the nose? Yeah. Intentionally. I mean, I intentionally aimed at her face. When it struck her, but, I mean, what was your immediate feeling? Jake, I, I can't help that I have pinpoint accuracy. This is where I'm. But I'm saying bad. no. But, but but I'm saying, look. A lot of times we don't understand what the outcome of our actions are going to be. I'm trying to understand if you're a psychopath or not. When, so you whip the snowball downrange. I get that. Mm-hmm. I knew it hits I, her in the face. What is your feeling the second that it hits her in the face? I'm going to go a little deeper here. I knew it halfway in the air that it was going to hit her right in the face. And you knew that it was going to make her nose bleed? No, didn't know that. So once you saw blood come out of her nose, how'd you feel? I felt worried because I was getting in trouble. That's usually the reaction when you're a kid, I agree. I didn't feel bad. Did you feel bad after the fact, or has it taken until this day for you to realize that you were a little shit for doing that? Uh, a little bit. I got a better story. Um... Oh, you're just going to jump now. Okay, jump. that's fine. I'm kind of over this story, unless you want to dive Fine, deeper. fine. No, no, no. There's nothing to dive deeper into. You clearly haven't learned your lesson, so fine. Also on the skill of my athleticism and pinpoint accuracy. Oh, uh, great. We were playing high school soccer. I'm going to guess that someone involved in the story, based on your prior stories, wants to fuck you? <laughs> no. No? Okay, shocking. Okay. It's an right. so, you're just, team. so in this story, you're just a great athlete. You're not someone that wants to be, that everyone wants to fuck. Correct. Okay. No, no one wants that. I mean, maybe they haven't conveyed it to me. Anyways, we're playing soccer practice. The goalie's in the net. I'm a junior. The goalie's a senior. The goalie really sucks. Whatever, right? Nice guy. He kind of sucks. So me and the other forward are kind of fucking off. And we're doing some type of drill. And we're standing. Because like, right. you're such a great athlete that you don't need to practice. So you're going to screw Well, we were supposed practice. to be doing something else. We're not part of the drill. And I go, how funny would it be if I put it off of his off of his nose? They're doing like corner kicks. So we're sitting like 18 yards out, maybe 20 yards out, not, not participating in the drill. So you go, check this out. So as the ball, as you can imagine here, is crossed for a corner, and he's the goalie's paying attention to the corner, I decide to kick a ball while he's looking at another ball. So when you first set the stage for this story... Mm-hmm. What I thought was, I thought that you were saying, let's not check our phone during the cast. 
Sorry. Uh, I thought that you were saying, I'm going to be the one doing the drill, and I'm going to shoot the ball so well that he's not going to be able to stop it, and it's going to catch him in the nose. What you're saying is, he's looking over at the corner, and you're going to kick a ball square into him from a different direction. Correct. Wow. You are a son of a fucking bitch. I was bored. So I was like, dude, I bet you I can put it off of Laz's nose. As soon as I kick it, so as I kick it, another ball comes from another angle for the corner kick. And he turns, and as I see my ball in flight, also realizes it's going to hit him right in the kisser. Hits him right in the kisser, he goes down. Again, bloody nose. Coach realizes that where the ball came from that you struck the ball right into his head yeah he during was, a drill during a drill yeah he was upset about that pretty unacceptable he was pretty upset about that because it hit him in the head it hit him right in the nose which he, is a somewhat crumbled. sensitive spot for a human being I mean he was a naughty to begin with but yes <laughs> okay he crumpled so then I ran up grabbed ice <laughs> made, tried to make things better the best is while I'm running up there, everybody goes, oh, what happened? What's going on? I go, oh, someone hit Laz in the face. <laughs> well, who hit Laz in the face? Well, I did. So, How did that happen? So you, you had to be there giving an explanation for your shitty act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as he comes to, he goes, he realizes that I was the one that hit him in the face. He goes, oh, you're the one who hit me in the face? And then he wound up and punched me in the stomach. That was his, like, rebuttal. Take the wind out of me. How did you feel about that? Justified? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah fine. So I guess this has really transformed not into a childhood thing, but more of a, like a what do idiot males do to each other in, in sport? So we had a couple stories. Um, the two that I'm going to tell quickly both took place while I was in wrestling because I very quickly realized after playing football for a few years, that uh, I was not fast enough to be in the backfield, and I was not big enough to be on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Basically, I had no place in that sport, um, although it did teach me a lot. At what age did you realize you had no place in any sport? 16. Okay. 16 was when I learned that uh, football was not my sport. So I switched over to wrestling, uh, where... You know, in the state of Texas, someone that's been in football for a long time is like had a lot of training or whatever, and the wrestling programs are generally less strict or whatever. So I was able to go varsity in that like pretty quickly, and I enjoyed the sport and blah blah. blah. Uh, and it had some rituals to it, which I took a little bit too much pleasure in. One of which was what we called the voodoo snake. Mm, what's uh, that? Which was. Uh, every underclassman had to receive a strike from the snake, which was about an 18-inch long rubber snake with, obviously, a small wispy tail. So you would be struck by the snake at some point in time during your freshman year, and you did not know when it was going to come or who was going to deliver the blow. The, The sophomore council would get together and we would vote who was ready to receive the snake. And the rule was this would take place generally during shower time. Yeah. After practice. 
one of the sophomores that was appointed would walk down the aisle with the snake. Mm. You've built me up here. You can get to the story. The freshmen would see us coming, quiver in terror, and they knew that the rule was that they could not say that the snake was coming or else the snake's wrath would immediately rain down upon them and they would not be worthy of, worthy of its blows later on. So you would sneak up on one, of the, on one of the freshmen and christen them with a voodoo snake bitch. Whip, whip, whip. Generally give them a scar that would last for the rest of their life on their back. Mm. Um, I feel somewhat bad about delivering those blows. And how often would you do this? Uh, well, it was one for every underclassman, and there were, you know... So the coaches were gone. 20 upperclassmen, 20 underclassmen. No, 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 the coaches were always there, they just... Coaches turn a blind eye to hazing. Um, you know, maybe like kicking a ball straight at your teammate's face. That doesn't really qualify as hazing. That's just being a bitch. But, uh... But you yeah. prepared this story, like, whipping of a plastic snake. Like, it was a pretty epic looked-after ritual. It was, uh, to us, it was a ritual. Mm-hmm. Do you look back in hindsight and be like, wow... What I did was super weird and super stupid. I look back like that on a lot of things that I did, but that particular thing? Like, when you hear, when you just told me that story, your childhood versus my childhood, I'm grateful I had my childhood. Like, that's, (laughs) that's a stupid story. We didn't even talk about childhood. You threw an ice cube at a woman's face because she was overweight, Okay. No, she Let me was boil down pleasant, your childhood story. Not pleasant to look at. Oh, okay. So that's that much better. She wasn't really overweight. And you talked about this ritual as if it had been passed on from generation to generation. It had been. An 18-inch snake to whip under uh, 14 and 15-year-old boys. Underclassmen. 14 and 15-year-old boys, correct? That's Is that right. how old they usually were? Yeah, I was, I was 15. They were 14, yeah. Tell them, told them to keep silent while you whipped them. I was 16, they were 15, yeah. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Might have been a few state laws broken. So you're like Adrian. a couple couple steps away from homosexuality. No, not at all. You know that anything that takes place in sport, in a locker room, to, an ex, uh, to a third party is going to seem somewhat sexual. But it's really not. Yeah. For example, when we were seniors, to freak out the juniors, every once in a while we would run a drill called Naked Soapy Rolly Chair, which which involved one of the seniors getting naked and super soapy and rolling around the locker room in a rolly chair to freak the shit out of the juniors. Now, was that a sexual act? No. That was to keep our underclassmen on their toes because they have to know in a tournament they need to be ready for anything. Okay? How long till you're a high school wrestling coach? You think? Oh, me? Never. I'm not good enough at wrestling to do that. You don't really need to be good at a sport to be a good coach at it. Mm, I mean, our coach at the time created the program. So, I mean, you can't really envision, like, you got to have a real dinosaur. What are you going to do when your son quits wrestling? I hope Because someone whipped him with a snake. 
I mean, my son gets to play whatever sport he wants as long as it's not soccer. What if your son says, I want to do fencing and play the violin? You comfortable with that? Fencing, not cool. Violin, fine. Okay. Have you ever fenced before? It's super fucking boring. Oh, not boring. I've watched it. It looks, I mean, stupid as shit. Yeah, it's super boring. Very unathletic people do it. It's super boring. I need something where... You need something. You your s- son needs something to satisfy his father's eyes? Is that what you're telling me? I need something where my son and other people of his age strike each other. UFC type stuff. Blows. No. Football's fine. What if your son wants to be a non-contact sport type guy? I don't know what that even means. Why would you be anti-contact sport? Doesn't like it. Maybe he likes to play basketball. Look, this is weak content. I'm going to put a hard hard stop on this right now. Mm. Well, back to the other content. Need to find the wife before we get the son. But go ahead. She That's true. Egg. That's the real search. Is there any serious uh, <laughs> ideas... <laughs> To find that wife, that prospect wife, anything with the the hinge or the bumble game that we've... I don't know, why don't you tell me about what's going on in your hinge right now? Uh, What I've noticed now is that I'll I'll start a few things, don't really want to end it, don't really want to pursue it. So I'll start it, like, oh, this is interesting, this is warm, seems like I could procure a date here, maybe some drinks. But you don't really want to have said date, you don't really need another person. Uh, to, to worry about. That's probably that's probably fair. Like, you know, I had one heating up yesterday and, you know, makes a comment about how she wants to drink red wine. I'm like, well, why don't you just come over here, we'll drink some wine, wine and we'll get that over with. That's <laughs> Wait, what, that's but, what I need is... But your and, thought... So, listen, I understand someone wanting to, like, just have a relaxed night at home. Yeah. But you thought this person that I don't really know... I want to invite into this cesspool of an apartment. I, I'm only doing We're like games. You and I can hear the guest bathroom running right now. It sounds like someone's taking a fucking shower in there. And it's yeah, just the, it like the water. It's like someone's at the bathtub, yeah. Just the water running. You got laundry hanging up here because the dryer's not working. Yeah. We got cardboard everywhere. There's the cooler that you had your trout in. Yeah. So you wanted to have a woman over here. Well, that was my initial thought. She's like, oh, lazy day. Make some you know, stupid ass comment and really care about it, or a dog, you know, you know, wine to the face is what she's saying. I immediately think, flyers on, oh yeah, I wouldn't mind drinking some wine, and then, you know, trying to have some sex with you. Did you say that to her? Of course not. They don't respond well to that. No, but did you say, but did you translate that, obviously you didn't say those exact words, but did you translate that feeling to her? Like, hey, if you're not going to come over here, I'll come over there. Well, In a less desperate way than that. Well, this is our sixth or seventh exchange of text messages. So you can't really go right to that. When you say text, you mean hinge message or real-life text? Hinge message. Oh, okay. So you haven't really made it all the way in. Yeah. But, I, I mean, it was like... But it was a deep hinge message. I know. Really it really meant a lot to you. It wasn't even deep. I just didn't want to go through the next 20 or 30 hours that I'd have to put FaceTime in there. But once you get the FaceTime, I mean, either you like them or you don't. 
Everybody's better with a bottle of wine, though. Everyone is. She was already started like on she that. was offering. My problem is I don't want people that I like to contact me electronically. Let alone, <laughs> let alone people that I don't even fucking know. Right? Like, my, the worst part of my day is hearing, like, and I can't fully read. I wish that I got an email during this podcast so you could hear, like, the boop. The worst part of my day is hearing that fucking noise and seeing the box pop up on Outlook. I literally have nightmares where, like, all of a sudden it'll fade to black and a blue box will emerge from the middle of it. And I wake up and I'm like, oh, fuck, I got an email. Okay? And text messages feel the same way. Isn't it it weird how you view email versus how I view email? Complete different responses to emails. Well, I have a job where people like rely on me, and I have important responsibilities, and you don't. Correct. Yeah. So that's why we view it differently. So no, it's not really weird to me. But you just why changed. You, you just went from personal. You don't want anyone that you like correspond with you to. Let me tell you the horror story of my work. Right, but you can't separate the two because, like, I have PTSD from. I apologize to all the soldiers listening. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I didn't mean to imply that. I'm sorry, that's a sarcastic comment. But I seriously, um, like that work shit builds up mentally. And even just getting like text messages from people that I like, I just fucking hate it. Because just always, someone needs something from you, someone's... Expect a response. Well, let's look at blah, your day. Let's look at your day today. You woke up. You played some golf. Well, you woke me up at five thirty in the morning, which I appreciate because right. I was able to get in eighteen. You're able to find seven friends that respected you, or no, I wouldn't say respect. That's a terrible word. <laughs> Liked you enough that they would hang out with you for four or five hours. Yeah. Eat a meal with you, and, and then well, really, it's only three friends because let's be honest, a foursome is no different from an eightsome. I think that we learned that. Sure. So we play some golf. That's a good time. Because we almost never saw the other foursome. Then you realize it's a nice day out. And you also realize you don't have to work. So at this point... No, I mean, I realized that I could get my work done in time. You didn't... You, anytime you were taking a nap today, homeboy was, you know, cranking took, away at the keys. I took a few naps, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what have you. We come back. You realize it's a beautiful day. You want to do some shit. You want to do some things. You want to do some fun things. So if I hadn't said like, hey, our said friend here invited me to said baseball game. You want to go to the baseball game. What you would have done? At some point, you're going to have to... I would have gone and played golf again, probably. At some point, you're going to have to use an electronic device, engage with friends, and do something. Look, you're misinterpreting this, okay? I appreciate what electronic devices are. And that they enable me to meet up with people in a way that I normally wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't preclude me from being frustrated by just the constant notifications that you get, the contact that you get. And it's not just like, the biggest thing is people that I'm supposed to meet up with or that I want to meet up with that day, yeah, I'm fine communicating with. It's the people that I'm not able to meet up with that day. And and honestly, like, this go this goes back to like if I, I've given many talks in my alma mater, and I'm almost embarrassed to say most of them were like 
advocating what I've done for a living. And now I've completely reversed, and most of them now will basically I will launch with get out of this fucking room right now and go and find something that you really want to do. Hey, do, do something you care about. So you're, and, you're passionate about, right? And one of the thing, one of the examples that I will give to those people is this job is not just tough and it won't eat a lot of your time. It will make you hate your friends. And the reason that it makes you hate your friends is because you will have to do work and everyone will be trying to get in touch with you to come out and they will pester you and it will drive you nuts. And you'll wonder why you can't be like them and be out. And it honestly, it drives you to hate your own friends. That's and an it, interesting concept. And if that speech can't convince a junior in college to not do what I do, then they should do what I do. And honestly, if I'd heard that, I would have done the same fucking thing because I have no soul. So there you go. Let's, let's uh, finish on a better topic here. How you're <laughs> that, that was a down note. How you're criticizing me next weekend for potentially going to a women's lacrosse tournament, mm-hmm. which would there be more women at, versus what who, you... More women who play lacrosse. Okay. Because when I dream at night about who I want to hook up with, generally that woman is like sure. great on the stick. Yeah. Great on the stick. Control it pretty good. I get it. Yeah, she knows yeah. to do that Indian pick. Yeah. They call it, right up off the ground. Sure. I love that. In a desirable place, in a fun place, with other people that we enjoy. You would say... Which you, is three you, and a half fucking hours away. But you would say you enjoy all those people. Most of the With people. 17 people. Sure. Or, or option B, which is, let's go down to San Josie. Yeah. Barbecue with a bunch of bros. Yeah. Do an elephant walk. See how many hot dogs we can eat and shove down our pants. And watch rugby for 12 hours. I have yet to see what's negative about that. What you've described to me is what we do most days in general. And I enjoy it when I have free time. Okay. And most days we end up on the same so place. On Saturday night and Friday night. Well, I mean, you do. You pass out in your bed. Mm-hmm. You just pass out about four hours later. That's probably right. Yeah. So... That's the juxtaposition we're currently in, that I'm being criticized for contemplating that. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's effectively abandoning your good male friends. Uh, that I see probably four times a week. And you're going to end up, you know, in the words of our good friend that you're referencing, sleeping under a coffee table in Tahoe. And you're going to be shivering. Well, tall. So. Till I mean, the next time. Look, could... I'm going to lend you the tent. I hope that you have to pitch it. <laughs> the only tent pinched is in my pants, and usually it's when I'm passed out with no one around. But. All right, we're nearing the end here. Let's, oh. get, let's get to the report card, I think. Uh, Unless you have any topics to round it out. No, that's good. Uh, I think today went well. Um, I'm glad at your persistence to record today. Very impressed with that. We're all about our listeners here, and we had to make sure that we got, we got a third app out. Uh, I hope that we can get the fourth app out sooner. Uh, you did well. well. You did well. Uh, you didn't do like, nothing really terrific, but I always find out what you say after I listen to my voice and your voice the second or third time I find it entertaining. <laughs> I'll give you a six. 
Six is way too high. So to think that our listeners like us are as absorbed with our own personalities that they listen to it multiple times is a little bit ridiculous. Um, I will listen to this at least eight times and <laughs> criticize every part of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, your report card is just more evidence of how self-absorbed you are. And, like, I wouldn't be surprised if you think that, like, if I gave you a hug from behind one time that I was trying to bone you. So, anyway, I mean, I thought you did okay today. You did got it, super... Dude, well, was more or less obsessed today. You got super excited. You were the same level of obsessed. <laughs> You were super excited at the beginning because you're like, oh, I have some good stories from childhood, and then you didn't really deliver on that. But you know what you did do? You you spoke, you delivered some content, not great content. So I'll give you a five. Okay. Well, that's episode three, guys. Uh, we'll wrap it up here, and then uh, you know we'll tell you four after uh, next week's events. A lot to look forward to. Thanks. Right.